0: To another episode Behind the Vinyl, Behind the Vinyl with
1: Darren and Nicholas.
0: Welcome to Behind the Vinyl.
1: Hey, thank you. Thanks you for having me.
0: Like like we were talking yesterday, I kind of I was a little bit worried you were gonna pull out a Marillion record, and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna to have to do some serious research. Not that I don't like them, but I'm just not up to scratch with them.
1: Oh well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I was debating and I was looking through the list of um, all the Albums that all the uh, that you've covered already, and yeah. there were so many of my favorites already covered. And I was like, damn, I really wanted to talk about Headless Cross, for instance, or I wanted to talk <laughs> about Moving Pictures, or um, you know, yeah, that's all. Hey, hey, Headless
0: Headless Cross has been a dark horse. There's a lot of people wanting to do Headless Cross.
1: Oh, yeah. cool! cool. Yeah, I'm not yep. the only one who thinks that's the best Black Sabbath album. Then, <gasps>
2: ooh, um, <laughs> best one. Shots fired. That's stretching yes. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my. It, it does. It maybe not the best, but it's my favorite. You,
0: you Very different. Than, you think it's better than the Humanizer or, or um, what was the other one? Forbidden.
1: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> 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 no, it's yeah. just my favorite. I think there's something about it that's so different and cool, and um, yeah, production yeah. and vocals. Yeah, and yeah it's just um, yeah. such a. Yeah, it, it feels kind of underlooked. Uh, overlooked and also it's not really available you cannot stream it anywhere it's just like like a hidden yeah yeah. I found yeah. I found it on vinyl but it's it, that was not easy
0: no yeah how, how much did you pay can you remember how much you paid for it? um, no it's
1: like 400 or something like that so it wasn't that bad
0: yeah I, I had a friend found it in Denmark and, and he rung me up and said hey I found it it's like 650 crowns and I'm like
3: uh, you know that's a bit yeah yeah big, yeah mm.
1: Yeah. And mine was yeah perfect condition. I had it before, and I so, but it, mine was just like totally worn out, and the poster was broken. I had it on my wall for for years even, um, but but it's weird. Like it's weird weird that some albums just start have disappeared. Like you yeah. can't find them anywhere. It's just yeah. only on CD basically yep. and rare vinyl.
2: What yeah. what label was that?
0: Uh, it was um. It was the the guy from the Police's brothers label, T, T, T TSL or something.
1: Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what, what's what's the what's the guitar player in uh, um, in the Police?
3: Just um,
2: yeah. Good, I, I don't know. Good, good question. Yeah. Yeah,
0: his, his brother. There's uh, Andy Simmons, and there's um, yeah. Um, Whatever the other one was. It's it's his
1: brother that had a record okay. label. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 and usually just of- like it's just caught up in like legal issues and that's why they won't release it, I I suppose. But it's it's just weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there, there was a couple of records I worked on like back in the end of the nineties to two thousand and um, yeah. the the label got sold to someone else, it got sold to someone else, and then the masters are gone. They're literally yeah. you know, the, the masters yeah. are gone. So um, which is, that is- which is
3: really
1: sad, you know. Really, very, really yeah, very. Yeah, I was I was doing like some some list of like uh, hidden gems, and I uh, uh, and I was talking about uh, Millennium, like a Norwegian band with Jørn Lande singing. They have an album called um, Hourglass, and it's fucking phenomenal. AOR, like just I'm usually don't uh, not that into AOR uh, in general, but that album's just incredible. And it's like yeah. It's available on, on CD, but it's sold out everywhere, and it's impossible to find, and that's it. No no streaming, no vinyl. It's like, ah, such a – it's a classic in my ears, but, you know, there you go. It's just strange. But,
0: yeah. but then, again, on the flip side, there's something cool about that as well.
1: It is, of course.
0: There's, yeah, something cool about having to hunt it down, like the Headless Cross, having yeah. to hunt it down. Yeah. Like I said, like, I'm, I'm a little bit regretful I didn't pay 650 crowns for it, but mm. – I, I still got that phone call, you know, like, hey, <laughs> I've got it. Do you want to get it for you? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice. There's a few out there, so the the hunt is still on.
1: So. Yeah, but it's. Dude,
2: so you can get the uh, you can get the Millennium album if you want it on CD.
1: I really don't, but. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, so you, you want it on vinyl?
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's it was never put out on vinyl even.
2: Okay, okay, because it's it's ninety crowns on eBay.
1: Okay. ooh.
0: Hmm. well we we talked about that there's some really some of those eighties albums some of the yeah some of the, or some of the more the nineties albums, the yeah. uh the the Deaf Leopards or the Poisons or the cherry Pie from warrant, some, yeah. some of those records are so expensive on vinyl, um,
3: yeah.
0: yeah, because they, they weren't made in the day they weren't made, so <sighs> um, they were made so very that's when vinyl when vinyl had died. Yeah. yeah So if there was a print run That was so So small So if you want to get oh, yeah. One of those Those um, The first runs The first printings They're so expensive For for an album Like Cherry Piper Warren You know It's yeah. just oh, so yeah. fucking expensive Yeah you know, It's great
1: yeah. yeah It's ridiculous So they only like Printed it because Like there's A few out there That want it Like it's It's kind of like a Making um, alcohol-free versions of old beers just so you can put it on a, a in a proper magazine as a you know label. <laughs> <Thank you>. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, so which record?
0: Which record did
1: you want to do? I chose a Perfect Circle, *Murder Noms*, the, the debut album from a Perfect Circle. Perfect, perfect. I wanted to do uh, *Clutch*, uh, *Blast Tyrant*, but first but uh, maybe this one is better yeah
0: I, I'm a huge clutch fan
1: although my, my favorite clutch record is uh, The Jam rate. Yeah. oh I do, I do too I do too Yeah. I just have a special connection with Last Tyrant just because it was the first one that really really got to me you know where I just like now I get it now I understand what these guys are doing like this is this is, this is, this is fantastic. and it's still the heaviest of their albums like more like most metal sounding I think
3: right yeah yeah
1: <coughs> There's something about the um, yeah, it's something about the production and everything about it. It's just like timeless.
0: Yeah. what a great band. What a super
4: great band band. Yeah,
3: they're cool.
0: circle perfect circle is a bit of a mystery band, really like um like, did you did you pick this up when it was out
1: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i bought a cd um yeah when it came out um uh, I, I i think what's the like judith what's the first single i think and i saw that i was like oh what the hell like what is this dude and i was you know i was into Tool but I'm not a I wasn't a huge fan at that point um I've heard them and I was like yeah this is cool but then I, when I heard Perfect Circle it was just like okay this is kind of what I like about Tool but in a more accessible way you know and, and it just feels uh this is what I'm into and I and I so I bought the album and I really love the production of it and I, I remember kind of like um Loving just the the vocals that were more accessible. And I thought, you know, the weird time signatures of Tool were kind of not off putting, but it was just hard to get into. And here, all of a sudden, there was something like super heavy, but and still um, weird enough that it felt special, you know, and not overly commercial. It was just like, it's just right, you know, just what I wanted. And, um, I, I, but I didn't see them at the time like, I, don't, I know they did a, a few shows, a friend of mine went to see them in LA or something like that and, but I never got the chance until two years ago when they released a new album and they started touring again which was fantastic right. um, but it was a, a cool thing and I, and I guess like it was just meant as a side project that kind of became something more uh, which is uh, just a testament to how strong the songs were and how ca- fucking powerful it was
2: You know, you you prefer a perfect circle over
1: Tool then. I wouldn't say I do in general, but I I, I did back then. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I, I think I'm more of a Tool tool, band. Yeah, Tool is a way more interesting band, you know, um, and uh, I mean, they definitely absolutely, you know, go their own way in the best possible sense. And I love that. Uh, but there's something about it. I mean, you can almost view them as totally separate. I mean it's the same singer, sure, but it's still it's so different that perfect circle is just like it feels more like an alternative metal band you know uh, as opposed yeah, but, to but like still, a, a, I mean, an alternative band you know that that tool are
2: we 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 talked before this and and um for me, it's just like it's quite interesting with maynard being the singer in both bands, and there's still they're still really similar. So yeah. it was just kind of like so why why haven't why have another band that is, you know, almost the same thing as your main band. You know, it would make more sense to to make something completely different. Um, yeah. He has that other band. Um, Putcherfer, yeah. Yeah. But
0: still. Yeah. And, and then he has, he has the other band as well, like the um
2: uh doesn't he have one other band starting with Yeah. You? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe he does.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so.
2: <clears throat> is, is he
0: is he capable? Like he's got such a distinctive tone to his voice. Is he is he capable of really going too far outside of of, of what he does?
1: I I think you know you. It, it's kind of like um, they probably you know Billy who started the band. Like he probably like he had an idea of what he wanted and he knew his voice <laughs> right. So it's like it just made sense and also that's where he's most comfortable and that's why you, why you like him you know uh, it would be weird if it, it strays too far from you know his you know his go-to voice his his way of singing um, yeah. and that's what you want you know I think yeah. so um, but it is it is true I mean they, they are yeah similar in, in ways and maybe he should have like gone even further but I think this for me at the time you know, when it came out it was just like yeah hell yeah this is just what I want and I was listening to it yesterday and I really kind of like, no, I want to listen to it on vinyl because I bought it, you know, a couple of years back and I listened to it like on my favorite headphones and it's like, it doesn't sound that good. Like it's, that, that production is so fucking 2000. It's like, it's so compressed <laughs> and it's like, I remember it sounding fucking fantastic and it, it, it I mean, it's a good production, all, but it's not as good as I remember it. Yeah. Like there's something about, it's very, very compressed. It's very kind of like radio adapt, like it, it's made for for radio and it's just like I I would love to hear like a new remaster or something like that or a new mix even you know because it's I remember it sounded so great and I was kind of disappointed you know even though you know sometimes you know you you put it on but it's like really focused listening and I was like "Mm, it hasn't aged that well
2: That's interesting. That's interesting with with music, with uh, books, with uh, movies that yeah. um, you go back and uh, something you loved and thought was the greatest ever, and yeah. then you go back and you just uh, you just love it.
1: Yeah. And it's um, and,
2: uh, and then when you listen to it again, like many many years later, it just sounds really weird, or it doesn't even sound good to you anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it's it is. And it, well, you just noticed that when I, when I was uh, going back and forth with the new album, Eat the Elephant, and that, and I was like, "Yeah, 20 years have passed for sure. There's no <laughs> doubt about that." You know, and it sounds—I mean, the new album sounds incredible. It has like just, oof, it's like just—it's beautiful sounding record.
0: Uh, yeah. so, the jazz, you, so
1: the, the contrast is very clear. But can, can
0: you—I um, can't remember who who produced the new record. Was it Billy? Did he do that? Uh, as I think well? so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I,
2: yeah. So, yeah. I talked yeah. to him, I, I interviewed him for that album. And no, I, I asked that, yeah. him, I, I asked him about, like, um, uh, ever anything funny happened on stage and so on. And he told the lamest story about toilet paper ever. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> he got toilet paper stuck on his shoe. And I was like, that's that's the most fun story you can tell
1: Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that is rough. Yeah, but it's also a very difficult question sometimes when you yeah. put on the spot. Yeah. You go like, oh wow!" You know. He Usually, was, uh, the, 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 the funniest stories about Tori like happen after two hundred beers. You know, late at one. Night. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what was that done? He, he was in the studio with Guns N' Roses for a couple
1: of years too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Doing that fantastic album, Chinese Democracy.
2: Yeah Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. One of a thousand different players. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that must have been a nightmare all the way through.
0: Yeah. An expensive nightmare,
1: man. Oh, yes. Yeah. wonder if it's the most expensive album ever made. It's gotta be, right? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. It cost 14
0: million all up or yeah. something. You know? <laughs> yeah. interesting you picking this record often you know like we talked about you thought about the headless cross and all that that kind of stuff often we get artists picking albums that um um you know when they were younger or that that influence them basically dark tranquility is 11 years old when this record is out
1: yeah yeah and i yeah of course i could have gone to like, yeah, more, it, bands that have influenced us or records that were hugely influential in the start of the band, of course. And, and those would be more, yeah, thrash or death metal albums, of course. You know, everything from Morbid Angel to Creator and Sodom and Destruction and uh, Merciless or, yeah, Entombed or something like that. But but this is, uh, I mean, I think that this was a like a, a, still an, a kind of an important album. um from what I remember, like as I said, like I I thought the production and kind of like this sounds like like a new shiny stuff, you know. It was like um, it felt so American and kind of like this has to be a like a, a, an expensive record, that kind of thing, you know. Where you normally what normally what I was listening to at the time was very dirty and uh, and weird and um, uh, grungy, and then hear something like it sounds so kind of controlled and cool. At the, at the time, I remember it was like the, the best sounding album I've ever heard, <laughs> weirdly. Do you,
3: do you
0: take in records like, say, for Moment, did you take in something and just say, hey, I really want the guitar to sound like this, or hey, I want, that, I want the drum sound off this kind of record?
1: Uh, no, I mean, we've definitely done that in the past. Um, when you're working with someone where you, or... But nowadays, I mean, we know each other very well and we record in our own studio, so it's more like... Yeah. Can we, you know, can we, so when we talk about music, of course, we all know what we all like and what, what kind of albums we like, um, but for guitar, sometimes you, you have a preference and we we talk about old albums, you know, and it's like, Oh, we like that bite, you know, you like that, um, you know, um, but usually it's stuff that we don't like, we don't want it to sound like this. We don't want it to sound like that. So it's more like an, an anti thing where you just go, go like, Oh, we definitely, we don't want that sound, you know?
2: Yeah. But, but also, I mean, a band like A Perfect Circle, also Tool, I mean, it's very, for me, it's very, very clean. It's very, very perfect. Yeah. And that has to be a really fine line between, you know, still making it sound good, but not making it too, I don't know, too clinical yeah. or, or too yeah. sterile. In a yeah, way.
1: for sure. And ima- I mean... I've seen TOOL a couple of times and I've seen Perfect Circle and I, it's one of the best sounding live bands I've ever seen, like right. in, in any genre. Like I saw TOOL kind of like four times or so in a month in di- all, all different places in, in Sweden and in England. And I, every night I was just like, it's impossible to sound this good. Like it was just incredible. And I saw them last summer at Hellfest uh, in France and it's just like, I couldn't believe it, you know, you're standing there just like, I want to stay in this moment forever because everything, everything that comes from this stage is fucking perfect right now it's incredible, like oof. you can hear everything, but it's also like the heaviest thing you've ever heard right, you can hear the actual you can hear like, simple, like single creaks from like the plectrum hitting the bass or the guitar string, but then you also hear like the super massive sound of the drums and the vocals cutting through oh man just, um, yeah it doesn't get much better than this i was standing with my with our sound engineer and he was like oh, what's going on you like just <laughs> couldn't believe it and it was like that i saw a yeah, perfect sure i saw uh, december 2018 in um in copenhagen chelsea wolf opened and it was one of those perfect nights and it was such a cool special it was it was in Copenhagen in one of those kind of black box rooms so it was all dark you couldn't see like where the walls were or anything like that all of a sudden just the stage lights up and it was all lights and weird so you couldn't even tell like if if the stage was set up normally or it it was a cube or a diamond shape or whatever I, I couldn't see it and and that made it even more special and it sounded perfect of course and uh just you just got, immediately got lost in it, you know. Just so there nothing else exists right now. It's just it's just a show and it's just the band and the music and it's ah. Oh. I love that when bands really can do that, you know, with with their performance, with their show, with their sound and everything. And uh, I, oh man, it's one of those shows that I yeah, that I miss now, <laughs> not being able to go to any. But uh, I was super, super fucking fantastic.
2: I mean if we if we're talking about Tool I mean they're massive yeah. in the US yeah. and yeah. they play massive shows uh, and I mean they toured right I mean they toured before the latest album so there yeah. was there was no album out and still they were playing like 14 15,000 seat arenas and they were sold out. Yeah. Tool's music and also a perfect circle I mean even though it's the music is so clean and perfect uh, hmm. it's still not it's, it's still not music for everyone.
1: You oh know, it, no! It, it, far you know, from you, it.
2: You have to be kind of focused to take it all in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not using you take in lightly. That's for sure. Like it's it really, really, you need to take your time with it. And I love that. I mean, that's just challenges a listener and uh, makes you think, makes you kind of pay attention. You know. You don't put that, uh, you know, the new Tool album back on in the background, and just while you're doing the dishes or something like that. (laughs) You sit down, shut the fuck up, put your headphones on, and enjoy it. You know, that's what you do. That's true. We shouldn't even talk about this on, on, like, when when this show is called Behind the Vinyl, since the new album is not out on vinyl. What the fuck, right? (laughs) Very true. It's very strange too. Like, how how did that happen? Like, they, they just refused to release it. Only that super expensive, like fifteen hundred kroner uh, uh, yeah. CD box. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Which, which, which
0: didn't, yeah. didn't have the full record on it, right? Didn't it miss. No. It was missing three tracks or four tracks.
2: Uh, three or yeah, three right. or two, I think. So the, the Spotify is the only way to get the full
1: album. What a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, lo- I love the the craziness of it. I love the with them being just like "fuck you," like with you just release the most expensive album and still have it be the best seller. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. outselling fucking Taylor Swift or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. That's pretty fucking <laughs> badass metal. Yeah, <laughs> but but at the same time, like, come on, it's it's been a while. Release the vinyl. I want that. Beautiful. They could probably put together like the most awesome package, you know, with a triple vinyl, whatever it ends up being. Oh sure, yeah. I want it. Yeah. I want it so bad.
2: I bought. I bought. The, I bought it on on like. Um, uh, I bought it on vo- on bootleg. One of these counterfeit.
1: I saw that too. How did it yeah. sound? Like, is it okay?
2: Yeah, it's all right. It's not the best sound, but no. I mean, they probably just ripped it from from Spotify or whatever.
1: Ah, okay. But yeah, because I saw it too. I was at. A- uh, um, yeah, like a vinyl fair here in town, and and I was like, oh, should I? It's like, nah, it feels wrong, you know. And I, I you know, if it doesn't sound okay, I'm, I'm not gonna spin it. Yeah. Uh, but it. But it looked good. It was a good kind of good addition. It looked fantastic. Yeah,
2: it was. Yeah. It was. <laughs>
0: I used to think Tool—the issue was Maynard, why, why it takes so long—but um, it clearly isn't. You know, Maynard no. obviously has all these other bands. It's, it's, yeah. and I think Next. he was, yeah, he was vocal before the last Tool record. Like he, he did Joe Rogan uh, yeah. a couple of times, and he was kind of pretty vocal that it's him waiting on the other guys. Yeah,
1: which just feels strange. Like the he it seems like the quirky, weird one, right? You know, yeah. The, it will take forever to, for, to get things done. And the other guys are just like, come on, you know, let's do yes. this. Yeah, that, is, that, is...
2: that. I mean, with with the Tool record, the latest one, that one, I mean, I interviewed uh, Moulton from Meshuggah, yeah. I think in two, 2017 or something. And he'd heard music from that record. And I remember Mickey D was, was he was recording in a studio can't remember if it was Motorhead who were recording in the studio next to them. Okay. Those were, like way back. So um, I don't know. But they seem they to take, take their together.
1: sweet time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, swinging back to this record, um, the the people that played on this record is crazy, you know? Um, yeah. Like Paz on bass, um, yeah. who, as I mentioned last night, she was, uh, we, we caught up. When she was over here playing with the pixies
3: oh
1: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah,
0: so we we after after the pixies, like together with the pixies we we sat at a hotel up here, Quep's Holmen, uh, yeah. just outside, overlooking they just by like good under overlooking good under London, just kind of uh, you know everyone was drinking until I had to uh get to the airport <laughs> so um <laughs> that's right, and always I, I, I kept hitting her up for these perfect circle stories, mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, this. yeah, just like. A
1: phenomenal bass player. oh yeah, yeah, yeah amazing and uh and then, yeah, who else is, is like uh Josh fries plays on there as well, I mean he's just incredible, he only plays on like half the album or more, but still I mean it's just a, such a groove and such a like powerful record, and I think that's what struck me the first time when i when I heard it, and I think i maybe I read that you know, David Fincher was directing a rock video and I was like, What? David Fincher doing like a, a video. That's super cool. You know, and that, I think that that's what drew me to it. And I, I didn't know the band and I was like, okay. And it's still like one of the most influential videos in terms of just a, like a performance video. That's the the go-to. Like whenever we talk about videos and I talk to someone who's, who's doing that, it's like that always comes up as like the, the reference for, like a performance video, like a band in a room kind of video, you know, because it looks so fantastic. But of course, like not everybody is David Fincher, you know, who can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No. No.
1: Well Josh Frees
2: was on Chinese Democracy as well.
1: Oh yeah, holy shit. He was as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it isn't is that where they met?
1: I think uh- I think I read something about that. That it's just like he just pulled him, like, oh yeah, he could, he could uh, come along, you know. And uh.
0: yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I had that's where he met. And also um, Troy from um, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, oh, he, yeah. he is awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is a hugely underrated guitar player.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. fucks. yeah. Yeah.
0: Really is, and you sprinkle that, and you put Maynard on top, and Billy in there as well. And you know, you got a pretty, you know, you're pretty, pretty shit hot,
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. But it's cool, I remember, like, um. Because there were a lot of interviews before the latest uh, Perfect Circle album. And it, it, it was kind of cool to see, like, yeah, I, I teched for for Tool, you know, for years. You know, I was the guitar tech and just hung out and, like, you know, trying my little projects, like trying to come up with music and writing stuff. And I was like, yeah. And then eventually kind of worked up the courage to to ask me, you know, like, do, do you want to? at least hear my shit, you know, like listen to it, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, okay, but, and then he did, and it was like yeah, I could see myself singing on it, it's like really? Holy shit, you know, and then then it happened, so it's kind of cool, like he seems like a very um, uh, like a mellow guy, you know, like that, that just like took this opportunity and see if it worked, and it fucking did, you know, Yeah. yeah.
0: very Didn't cool. He, live with, he lived with Maynard I think, Maynard yeah. lived with him for a while Yeah,
1: yeah. there was something yeah. like that, yeah
0: yeah, you, you always hear these stories about like Maynard letting him live there for for a while. Um, there was a comedian that Nicholas Nicholas sent me a story about a comedian who was living at fifty one fifty. Eddie Van Halen, he said, just yeah. he didn't have a place to stay, just come and live with me. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sh- Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon was living with Zach Wild around the time he died. You know.
2: Yeah. So. But, nice. but Maynard James Keenan, I mean. Uh, I love his work and 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 he seems like a cool guy but he always comes across as a weird guy as well. There's something yeah. about him. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something. And you and and you've heard stories. There's been backstage stories and all that shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: So, I don't know. I-
1: it's and something. sometimes you wonder about that. Just like, is it is it just an act, or is it just like, oh, you just become someone. Like you start out a little bit weird, and then you go full weird because people accept <laughs> it, and you, you people kind of dig it, and you and then you just stay weird. Why not? Yeah. yeah. The weird thing is, if we would see him be super normal, that would be weird. You know, then you yes, like, what, what's wrong with him? Like yes. Is he on, you know, medication? What, what's going on? You know, so, yeah, I, I, th- I think he just revels in that and really gets into it, you know. And then that's what would, people expect, right? Yeah. Like, you would, wouldn't would want to go to a tool show where he goes like, all right, let's rock it in a t-shirt and jeans and, you know, like <laughs> front of the stage with a, you know, <laughs> mic stand and shit like this. That wouldn't work.
2: <laughs> no. I would love to go to his to his restaurant. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the wine thing and all that. It looks pretty yeah. cool. It looks really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's in Northern California somewhere, right? Or Arizona, so. even. It's yeah, yes,
2: it's, isn't it close to Phoenix or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, he's got he's got a lot of things going on. He's got that. He's got the he's got the vineyard. Yeah, yeah. as well. He's got the um, the um, jujitsu dojo. Right, he's right, one of
2: those guys. Right, I
1: didn't know that. Holy shit! Yeah,
0: and plus he he also him and his wife are just doing something else. But what is it? It's um. Maybe it's some kind of hobby store or pet okay. store or doing something else. I've just started doing something else. So he's, he's juggling a million things as oh, well yeah. as all the pants that he's got going on. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and I actually think he might even own a rehearsal, you know, rehearsal studio where he lets okay. lots of young bands come in and,
2: and oh, rehearse wow. as well. Yeah. That's nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Dark Tranquility should go there and rehearse I would like that (laughs) (laughs) be very nice like Pushifer did like a release show because they, they had a new album like two weeks ago and they did like a show in somewhere out in the desert and they live streamed. I, I didn't see it, but I, I really wanted to, I just missed it. I right. i imagine that being something weird as well. <laughs> you
3: know?
1: Yeah. Probably not probably. your normal, uh, let's put some GoPros in a rehearsal room kind of deals.
2: Yeah. But the music is, I mean, both with Tool and a Perfect Circle it's kind of, uh, I mean, there's a, it's, it's kind of a druggy, you know, I can ma- I can imagine eating like magic mushrooms and <laughs> you know you're out in worked. the desert and you're listening to a perfect circle, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, it, 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 it is, but but on the flip side there isn't. You know, you also get this really intellectual sure. kind of oh yeah, like sure. vibe, especially from the guitar player, Adam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam? Yeah, it's Adam, bro. Yeah, yeah. You you um I'm talking tool here. You get the yeah. real intellectual, hyper-focused kind of space cadet, you know, yeah. artist kind of thing.
1: Yeah. But then you see some of his videos and stuff and you go like, where, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> <You know? laughs> what
0: is that? Absolutely. And then you get Danny, you know, the, the yeah. drummer who's a, a basketball player, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And he's, uh, and he's like so, so such an aloof kind of weird guy, like, but super cool. Yeah, I remember hearing a weird Tool story. Um, we had a bus driver uh, once in a, during an American tour, and he was like, yeah, I had this bus company. It was super weird. They had like 10, 15 buses or whatever it worked yeah. for. And Tool were, went on tour, and they wanted uh, buses. You know, so they so they said, oh, but we don't want to hang out, of course. So we want our uh, want bus for each member of the band. So they... It's like okay, what do you want? And they pimped it out like you know, pri- private you know, long, big ass tour bus, and they could do whatever they wanted to it. And you know, they you know did it super super cool, super comfortable, super awesome. And so they could travel in style, you know, and with all their own gear and all their own kind of kind of like you know your your own apartment, you know. And none of them ever even saw the bus. Like th- they were all tra- the All the buses traveled between every city on a two months or three month tour and only Danny ever came into it once in a while to just hang out during the day and that but he never traveled in it and the other ones were completely empty the entire tour <laughs> <laughs> but he said like yeah it's a tax write-off it's probably something like that I'm like what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but imagine being on that level where you're just like you design your own tour bus and it goes with you but you never have any need for it
0: Yeah, you design design four tour buses,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what you do.
2: That's the way to do it.
1: Yeah.
2: Still with that, it's
1: there, you know.
2: With with the latest uh, album, um, uh, Eat the Elephant, I remember reading the songs and uh, the song So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, that was like, that's the only quote I know from A hitchhiker, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> I, real, I recognized that one right away. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because yeah. that's a book that everybody says, you're supposed to read that book once. Yes, I started reading it, but, you know, I had to put it down because it wasn't real my thing. But that was kind of full Speaking <laughs> yeah, of the,
1: intellectuals. Yeah, I was obsessed with with Douglas Adams uh, uh, when I was like, young. So yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's funny, and it, but it, it's kind of surprising that it's something like that turns up, because it's just a, like a goofy line from from the book. Yeah, and it's it's one of the chapters and one of the um, yeah. later books, but still. Uh, but it's it's about yeah, kind of like hey, we leave this planet, and thanks for all the fish, and because <laughs> exactly. the, the whales have all left. But, but it was surprising to to like. Because that the humor that they inject in some of their music is just like it's so weird and kind of goofy that uh, I think that that for, for me that was surprising because uh, yeah yeah, because I got the reference you know yeah yeah, yeah. true or so something more um, obscure maybe yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: are interesting on this lots of lots of people's names yeah Magdalena Rose Judith um, Thomas Irene Holder you know of course which is which is about um um uh, Danny from Nine Inch Nails
1: yeah exactly that's weird
0: right
2: it was people that Maynard knew wasn't it yeah I think it was yeah yeah Brenda it's really bizarre
1: yeah yeah, you, maybe you. Um, it's an easy thing to to go to when you run out of inspiration. Maybe it's like, "Hey, who do I know?" Just <laughs> you're looking at your uh, phone book. And it's like, "Yeah, I have, I have an idea for a song." <laughs> no, but 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 it, it's surprising. You always it always makes you curious. You know, when you when you hear a song and you see a song that's like, "Oh, it's called Judith." Like, who the hell is she? Yeah. You know, yeah. What happened there? Like who hurt you Maynard, you know, or what, what happened, you know, it, it really kind of, um, yeah, it sparks your imagination. It, it kind of gets you thinking. And I, I really like that about songs. I, I would never dare to, to name a song after a, a person or use a name because it would just, I don't know, like you would date it, I would say, and, and then also kind of it would, it would trigger all, all kinds of kind of associations and you have to explain it every single interview you ever do after that. So that, that yeah. would be weird.
2: It also it. kind of it also kind of makes more sense with what works better with English names.
1: Yeah, it know, does. British names. Yeah, Ingmarie you know. is not a good uh, <laughs> like DT <BTS> song. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people don't.
0: A lot of people don't realize there's working titles. You know, a lot no. of yeah that don't realize and I'm get like moment I'm guessing moment probably had a bunch of working titles that that evolved into what they ended up,
1: yeah for sure, yeah for sure like yeah they they were called like anything from just numbers to the yeah the the king Diamond track the 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 right. doom song the the whatever so it's it's usually other band names and sometimes just worse i think that when it's called what was called like Bilbao because Yeah, Martin was on the vacation when he thought of one of the melodies and, you know, one was named after the keyboard that he used when he wrote one of the... It's just, you know, like, you have to name it something. And I think, like, Johan's songs were called, like, it was like, oh, I'm I'm using like a quint kind of like this kind of chord, so quint and Tarantino, yeah, sure, that's it, you know. So that was never the song, stupid shit like that. But they 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 stay with it. So the the King Diamond track, like, has this riff that just has a different similar vibe to to like uh, to a King Diamond track. So of course I I modeled the lyrics after some King Diamond music just because that's was in my mind when I was writing. So so the so the working titles actually inspire the the actual lyrics, or the so eventually, yeah.
2: I, I I talked to the um, the bass player of Deftones recently about their new album, yeah. and I told him. So I'm I'm just gonna ask you about a few titles on the album, and maybe you can tell me something about those songs. Yeah. And and uh, I picked one song which had I can't remember the title of it, but it, it was a weird title. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you know." Um, I really don't know which one that is because, you know, for me, I'm still stuck in the working titles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But <laughs> maybe if you hum it to me, I can tell you it's like, I can't hum it. Are you crazy? Him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they, they had based all their all their wording, working titles were based on a Mexican card game or whatever it was. Every okay. single title. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? I, I, I think laugh, like I, I I worked on we worked on like it was a previous album or something like that or some songs and I had like yeah I'm calling this like um, crispy luft what <laughs> okay <laughs> or, or, It's or like, exactly okay and then magically somehow it kind of you know you you turn that into a lyric somehow you ha- you have to reference the working title somehow I I, I try to at least <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. what yeah. the hell. And yeah, it, it also yeah. is easy for me to remember them because I'm the one that names all the songs. So eventually, I have to send it out to all the other guys. So these are the p- proper titles. They go like, "Oh man, do I have to learn all this?" It was, it was called <laughs> number five just minutes ago. You know. <laughs>
0: well, that, that's Karma uh, to Burn. Karma to Burn named oh, their yeah. song number one, number two, number three, number four right. as they wrote it. So some as they started writing them, uh. right, like. On the third record, there could be a number. You know, you could be number thirty-five, thirty-six, number twelve. You know, Ooh. it was also yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they. You know, sometimes it takes three years, four years for a yeah. to mature. And, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It was um, it, it was really interesting.
1: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but uh, yeah, but you can probably come up with something a little bit more creative <laughs> if you think <laughs> about
0: yeah, it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's a little bit simplifying everything.
1: Yeah. You know? Man
2: favorite songs on 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 this album my mine is uh i don't know how to pronounce it orestes or whatever yes. it is song number five
1: yeah that is fantastic i i think that's yeah. probably what i i think um i love the, the super what, what is it like the third song or something like that i'm just trying to look it up now just because uh uh, Rose, Rose is the Rose? best song. Yeah, and I think I mean the whole start of the album is, is it's it's very different from the end where it just goes a little bit more mellow. And I I, I think I at first when I bought it, I remember liking the first. And sometimes I even turned it off after a while. It's like yeah, it gotta go to a weird place. But now I prefer the end of the record. That kind of starts with Sleeping Beauty, and um, then Thinking of You is really awesome. And what is it, Brenya? And it's just yeah. Uh, ends up like being very different i think they, they it's you can kind of hear the experimentation kind of like go further and further with each song on the album that's that's why i think it's kind of still works so well because it's uh, it's not a one note kind of thing it's uh, there's so much experimentation on it
4: to be so
2: Has the perfect title. Over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're over. Done, man. No. We're <laughs> yeah. Done with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's cool, like to to have almost. I think yeah. it Kind of takes you to somewhere. It's just like, it's not. You know, you you hear the first song, or you hear the first, uh, like the first two, and you feel okay. This is what it is. And then no, no, no. It turns into something totally different by the end. Yeah. yeah I, I love that.
2: But it's also it's also. Like like the title of the album, Mer de Nom, it's also, it's kind of
1: artsy-fartsy. It really is. And it's like, ha, does it have anything to do with any of the songs on the album? Like, really? Like, or, or yeah. do you just find it, or is it a reference to something? I don't think so. You yeah. know? Well, well, it is
0: French for sea of names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but, yeah. And it's like... This, this, well, this record is full of names, you know? It's true, what true. Whether, that, there's that, any, whether there's any connection there, I, I don't know, none. but
1: I'm just... Yeah. Maybe it was called Sea of Names at one point, and the fairy goes like, no, nah, it's too easy. And then it's like, what well, would it be in French? Let, let's look that up. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I
0: also find it pretty interesting that Maynard had the foresight to, um, uh, to not put it on Tool's record label. This, this album is on Virgin. And oh, yes. he, specific, he specifically did that so that Virgin would treat it, treat them as a band, not a not a tool side project, you know, and not kind of like hamper the fact, you know, because they obviously don't want to don't want to disturb their cash cow, which is Tool. Um, no, that's that's the reason why he went with a different label, which oh. is really really interesting.
1: Yeah, and it seems like a, a great idea, of course, so that, that really worked. And yeah, they, it could be treated like, you don't, you don't have to know who Tool are to be into Perfect Circle, for instance. Like, you can just like, yeah, this is a cool new band that I like with that long-haired dude, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought
3: that was good.
0: For the, the mixing part, guy. Really, two, Tool only had two records out and this you know, yeah. only just released Anima. You know? which, so,
1: um, which is crazy because you... I felt like, you know, I had known Tool forever, you know, when this yeah. came out and and it was only two albums. So, of course, there was a yeah, long uh, time in between those albums, but still, like, you, you felt like this was kind of like, yeah, yeah we're going to stretch our legs and do something else, you know, after many years of the same band. But no, it's only after the second album. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. It yeah.
0: really is. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, that, um, that, kind of crazy that this, this record... Um it uh, went to number four, whereas Tool went to number two. But that's that's very close. So yeah. I'm wondering whether there was ever a time where Maynard kind of contemplated, you know, do I – this seems like a bit more of his pet project. Do I go with this or do I go with, with Tool? I wonder whether that ever come into his mind.
1: Yeah. But they didn't do much with it. I mean, I think then, then on like 13th step, it seems, seems that they were kind of like – they didn't tour that much or – from what I remember so it it maybe just he wanted to keep it as a project and maybe with with kind of tool taking forever for this new album like having uh, eat the elephant was just like a way of actually going out at least you know to be on the stage (laughs) you know at all basically
2: I was going to say the mixing guy. Uh, he uh, He's worked with a ton of bands, Alan Mulder. Apparently he did uh, Suede in 2018 as a producer, but he did The Young Gods in 2019. The Young nice. Gods is one of those synth bands that I remember from the like uh, late 80s, early 90s, when when I had friends that kind of went from being metal freaks to being synth freaks that were into Leibach and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 242, and stuff like that.
1: The other heavy right. stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, and he done he's done a bunch of nine inch nails, the Crooked Vultures, wow. Billy Corgan, Gary Newman, all kinds of shit.
0: The yeah. bass cool. Yeah. He, he, as well as that, as well as doing Jesus and the Mary Chain and and all that yeah. stuff, he also did stuff like Foo Fighters and U2 as well. So he's pretty he's pretty versatile. He's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Nice,
1: definitely. Wow.
0: Which is pretty good. I found it really interesting that you um, that you have really crossed paths with. Had you crossed paths with too much during your your career?
3: Have you played no. the festivals?
1: Yeah. Oh know? no, that was yeah only yeah last year at uh, Hellfest. That was the only time. And yeah, and actually, uh, Metal Town. They played Metal Town, and we played the, the same day. But that that's it. But they haven't played that many festivals in general, and those are the two ones that I've seen. So, um, okay. but they haven't toured that much. I mean, not not in the same circles, I suppose. So, uh, so unfortunately, we haven't yeah crossed past that much. I would have seen them way more often. Yeah, yeah. would have been nice.
3: My-
0: Waste more of your time. Um, I just want to end a little bit with uh, moment. moments. Um, yep. congratulations on the new record! That's Thank you, amazing. cool man. It's Thank seri- you. Seriously, these last two records, you know, uh, timer and this are just top, top of the game for you guys. It's it's a yeah, good system. stuff.
1: We get better with age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we feel good. I mean, I, I think we're in a very good place creatively, and it, it feels, feels great right now. Um, doing this album was just took forever but it was a joy you know like a a cool creative thing where everybody came together like when we we, when we started kind of realizing what we wanted to do you all kind of yeah wanted to reach a a certain point and we had like a certain kind of um, album in mind then i guess that changed of course you know when we realized that we were not doing any tours or any festivals or anything like that and it it went from being like oh this is one we want to play live to oh this is what we're going to listen to in, in your headphones <laughs> you know that kind of thing um but it, it turned out great and I, I yeah it's coming out soon so i'm I'm very excited and i'm worried that come monday like I've, i'm it's just going to be like a huge emptiness that opens up. And it's, no, it's nothing <laughs> after this that's going to happen. So it's going to be weird, but I mean, I'm excited. And we're going to play live for the first time on, on Saturday and play all these new songs as well. That's going to be super cool. Um, I'm nervous as fuck. Trying to remember all the words. <laughs> <laughs> to get a teleprompter awesome. like Axl Rose. What? Like oh, one of those... Um... Screens. <sighs> yeah. Would be fucking awesome I would eventually <laughs> need it's it's not getting any easier, so eventually like in my old age, I will need that <laughs> it's it's also yeah. the longest the
0: longest time in between records uh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah we've we've been on tour, <laughs> we really have like almost three years uh just touring, so uh beginning of last year we we said like oh, okay, let's you know take take some time off of touring and start thinking about music, you know. Um, and then that time kind of extended, we did a few, you know, festivals last year and then we were like, should we start re- recording last year already? And we were like, no, we don't feel ready. And we just took our sweet time with it because we could, we didn't feel any pressure. We weren't in a hurry. Like at first we wanted the album to come out before you know, summer festivals and all that. But, and we were like, now nah, we're going to miss that. So we might as well stay in the studio, you know, and, and now we could push the, yeah, the release date to now so that we can actually make sure everything is there, you know, and we don't miss anything or we don't rush anything. And I, I, I like that, but it's weird taking four, four years off, but at, at least we haven't released an album during the Trump presidency.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's always something. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But
0: thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. Thank Good you. To talk to you guys.
0: Congratulations on Moment, um, everyone. Get out, check it out. It's fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Please do. And yes. um, and we will talk to you very soon. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Right. Catch Co- Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.